Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. God has plans for you to prosper, and there are God's promises for prosperity. But so many Christians think that to say this, this is some prosperity teaching, and that teaching is that you covet money. That is far from the truth, and I'm going to explain exactly why. But before we get into the posts, be sure to check out my video on how God wants you to prosper, and don't forget to click the link down below to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Number one, God's promises for prosperity, but not if you love money. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they will be aired from faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. 1 Timothy 6.10 God's promises for prosperity are true, and God is not against money. He is not against being rich. He is against the love of money and when people make their money their God. It does not say that money itself is the root of all evil, but the love of money. There's a difference. If you want money so bad that you're willing to lie, cheat, and do any and everything under the sun for it, then know that you covet money. This means that you love money more than God and know God is not going to prosper you under those circumstances. Now you may be asking, how I know that there's a difference between the love of money and God giving you money? I'm so glad you asked. Let's turn to the Bible, shall we? Number two, let's go to the story of Solomon. When you read the story of Solomon, God told Solomon to ask for anything that he wanted and he would give it to him. Solomon asked God for wisdom. The Lord was pleased that Solomon asked for this. So God said to him, since you have asked for it and not long life or wealth for yourself, nor have you asked for the death of your enemies before discernment and administering justice, I will do what you have asked me. Moreover, I will give you what you have not asked for, both wealth and honor so that in your lifetime you will have no equal among kings. 1 Kings 3, 1. You can read exactly about how rich was Solomon is by clicking the link down in the blog post, but let's just say that he was very rich. But it's not good enough for me to say that Solomon was rich, but you need to understand exactly why Solomon was rich and why God made Solomon rich. When thinking about God's promises for prosperity, remember point number one, Solomon could have asked God for anything he wanted, including a lot of money, but he did not ask for money. He asked for wisdom and not just for himself, but the wisdom was to help other people and to help him be a better king. And so since Solomon did not covet money, God gave Solomon both wisdom and wealth. This means for you, you do not need to covet money, seek something useful and use your gifts to help other people and God will prosper you in these areas. Also, check out my video below on how to use your God-given talents. Number three, God's promises for prosperity. Please put God first. But seek first the kingdom of God and the righteousness and all of these things will be added. Matthew 6, 33. What does it mean when the Bible say all of these things? That means money too, right? I want to tell you a story about myself and how I had to learn this lesson the hard way. I remember when I was working a job and I was making not enough money. I prayed and I prayed for God to give me another job for years. And finally, he did, making $20,000 more. As soon as he gave me the job, I was working, making overtime, making more money, and I was forgetting about God. Instead of remembering who got me the job, I started working on my own hands. Slowly but surely, things at the job started to get worse and I was laid off. Soon after, I got a job making $20,000 less a year than I had been making when I started. So what's my point? 
My point is that I prayed for God to give me a better job and he did. As long as I was putting God first, then God has no problem giving you more money. But as soon as I got more money, I started to focus only on the money and the Lord giveth and he, and he taketh away. And so he took. If you want to prosper, always remember to put God first and then the money will be added on to you. The moment that you take your eyes off God and start coveting the prosperity God has given you, then that is when the prosperity is taken away. God will give and take things out of your life that you're taking away from him. If you are in a job that you know for a fact takes you away from God and your purpose, then God is going to take it away. If you have material things that you worship more than God, then God is going to take it away. The reason being is because God wants you to depend on him and seek him first and not the material things of the world as a way to validate you. Also watch my video on why God isn't giving you what you want. Number four, thou shalt not covet. In case you're not getting this whole point of how God wants you to prosper, it has a lot to do with learning how not to covet and learning that God comes before everything else. Now you may be wondering, how do you know if you covet money? And the answer to your question can be summed up by answering this question. If you knew that God would never give you what you wanted, would you still love him? If you knew that you would always be poor, would you still love God? If you knew that your business would not take off and make you rich, would you still love God or would you become resentful? If your answer is that you would not love God or become resentful, then you have the answer to your question. You are in love with money more than you are in love with God and therefore you are coveting it. We should not worship God so that he will give us the life that we imagine in our heads. And we should not stop worshiping God because he does not give us the material things of this world that we want. We worship God because he is our creator and he loves us. We worship God because he is our father. Just like our earthly parents, you love them because you love them. Do not love them because of what they can do for you. If you have children, imagine how you would feel if every time your child came to you with their hand out wanting something, how annoyed would you be? It is like that with God. Of course he wants to give you things, but God does not want your relationship just to be about him giving you things. And the only way you come to him is based on what material things he can get you. It is not that God does not want you to prosper. In fact, he does. But to whom much is given, much is required, which I have a separate blog post on and you can click the link down below to read. He will never prosper you knowing that it will ruin you or take you away from him. He will only give you so much as you can handle. He will prosper you as long as you're not coveting prosperity. And if you want God to prosper you, then you need to love him no matter what he can or cannot do for you. If you know someone who can read or listen to this post, then go ahead and share it with them. And also, if you scroll all the way down to the bottom of the blog post, I have my Christian manifestation guide with positive affirmations and Bible verses that will help you get into the abundance mindset. Just scroll all the way down and click the link down below to buy.